Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome to this episode. Today, we're talking about inflation and how you can set up your retirement in a way to inflation-proof your income in retirement so that when the people get on the news and start talking about inflation and how it's hitting retirees the hardest and all these things, you can sit back and say, you know, I've got a plan for this. I don't have to worry. That is the goal for today so that you could go into retirement as a federal employee, confident and comfortable in your numbers and in your in the rest of your life, in the rest of your retirement. So hang on, we're going to dive in. If you're new here, welcome. Great to have you. My name is Dallin Hawes. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees just like you to help you retire comfortable and confident. Let's dive in. So the most important thing for you to know to make sure you have an inflation-proof retirement plan is to understand how the different income sources you have are going to play, whether not play nicely or not so nicely in retirement. So as a federal employee, you have three main sources. You could have others, but you have three main sources. Number one, you have social security. Number two, you have your first civilian pension, right? From your job. Number three, you have your TSP. Now you might have others, whether it is rental income, military retirement, there may be other things, but these are the core pieces for you as a federal employee. So let's break them down and see, hey, if there's inflation, how do these income sources change? And stay tuned, at the very end of this video, there's gonna be my best tip, okay? There's lots of little things we can do, but the biggest thing you can do, I'm gonna talk about at the end of the video to make sure you have an inflation-proof solid plan ready to go. Okay, let's dive in. First and foremost, Social Security. What happens to your Social Security payments? as inflation happens in retirement. The good news is Social Security sort of takes care of itself because once you start benefits, every single year, your Social Security benefits are going to increase based on what inflation was the previous year. So if inflation was 5% from the previous year, your Social Security benefits are going to increase 5% in retirement. So that is the good news. It's going to go up with inflation over time for on your Social Security benefit side. You don't have to worry about too much other than um, knowing when to take it and those sort of things which I cover in other videos, right? But when it comes to it increasing over time, it's going to do it automatically. So that is the good news. Now, your first pension, slightly different story. There's a few things to watch out for. So again, your social security sort of take, takes care of itself. Your first pension, there's a little more nuance here. So this is how your first pension is going to act in retirement. First and foremost, your pension does get cost of living adjustments. It does increase every year similar to Social Security, but there's a couple exceptions. Number one, for your first pension, you're not actually going to get a COLA before the age of 62. Now, that applies a slightly different for special provisions employees, right? But as a general rule, as a general rule, as FERS employees, before age 62, you don't get any increases to your pension. So if inflation is is relatively bad for you between let's say you retire at 57 and inflation is really bad for those five years between 57 and 62 this might hit you a little harder right so you want to be careful there right you're not going to get any cost of living adjustments between that time and they're not going to make up for it when you're 62 they're only going to start looking at inflation at 62 and then giving you increases um, from then on out at that time i'm not sure exactly why that's just how the rules are set up okay so that's first things first Number two, the second hiccup with your FERS pension and the cost of living adjustments is it doesn't match inflation perfectly. For Social Security, whatever inflation really was, it's going to go up by that amount. 
your pension will do so as long as inflation is under 2%. The moment it's more than 2%, it's going to lag inflation by just a bit. Long story short, this is how it works. If inflation is less than 2%, then it, your pension is going to increase at exactly what inflation increased at, so you're good to go. The moment it goes over 2%, if it's between 2% and 3%, your pension is only gonna increase by 2%, okay? So there's gonna be a slight lag. And if it goes, if inflation is ever over 3%, then your first pension is gonna lag inflation by 1%. So if inflation was 6%, then your pension is only gonna increase by 5%. So long story short, your pension, it will kind of take care of itself, but it'll lag slightly over time depending on how inflation affects you over time, okay? So the first pension kind of takes care of itself, not as well as Social Security, but pretty good. Now, let's jump to your TSP. When it comes to your TSP, there is nothing like cost of living adjustments, right? There is nothing that the government guarantees that, hey, yeah, this is we're gonna guarantee that this increases over time and that you maintain your standard of living over time. There's nothing about the TSP that allows you to do that. So the, the responsibility for this and your TSP is on you to make sure you're investing your TSP in a way to make sure that you never run out. That is really, really the goal. So what are some things you can do with your TSP to make sure you never run out and you do get those cost of living adjustments every single year in retirement with your money from the TSP. And there's good news. There's actually lots of strategies that I've talked about previously in previous videos on exactly how to do this. I've got a great video on the bucket system if you wanna go check that out. If you just Google how to invest your TSP in retirement, you're gonna find my article. Or if you go back to the website, hawsfederaladvisors.com, you can find it there as well. And it'll walk you through the bucket system on how to invest as well. I've got another video and article for you. It's called how to invest your TSP and never worry about running out of money. Something to that effect, okay? That may not be the exact title, but it's something to that effect, which you can find on the YouTube channel here or back on the website, which it'll walk you through exactly how to invest your TSP. So number one, you'll never run out, okay? Um, and number two, the money's gonna be there for you we need, so you can enjoy it, right? I want My goal for you is to have the retirement of your dreams, which means you often means let's use some of this money that we work so hard to save. So I'm not going to go into depth into the TSP because there's so much there and I would be talking about that this entire video. I want to be respectful of your time. So definitely check those out. If you want to know more about keep making sure your TSP keeps up with inflation for the rest of your life. Okay. Now, what's the what are the other things outside of understanding what your income sources are gonna do, what are the other things that you can do in retirement to make sure you keep up with inflation over time? Number one, you do not want any, you do not want any type of debt or anything that has a variable interest rate. So many people know that a variable interest mortgage is no good, right? As interest, as inflation goes up, often interest rates go up as well. And so you do not want to be caught with a variable mortgage where the interest rate's going to go up over time. But you probably didn't know that credit cards also have variable rates, okay? The credit card rates go up over time as interest rates go up. And when inflation is high, interest rates tend to be high 
as well. So if you're not in the habit of currently paying off your credit cards every single month, you certainly want to do that because you're gonna be paying more in credit card interest when inflation is high and interest rates are high. So that is one way to inflation-proof your retirement, have those, those bad boys, have all your debt ideally paid off come retirement and you'll be in a good spot. Now, we're down to the last two things. Again, I said, like I said before, the last one is one of the most important things. We're on the second, second to last one right now. So many people say cash is king, right? You, I've heard that a lot. I'm sure you've heard that a lot. And that's true kind of sometimes. When inflation is high, cash is not king, okay? Maybe queen, maybe, I, I don't know. It's just not king, right? It's not the best option all the time. Now, what cash is really good at is being relatively safe, meaning it's not going to jump up and down in value. It's going to be relatively you know, safe. However, when inflation is high, then money sitting doing nothing is at risk as well. Now, the good news is right now, especially, interest rates are relatively high. So you can actually go down and get a high yield savings account, just a savings account that is paying three to 4%. Again, that might change by the time you're watching this. But right now, savings rates are actually saving, high yield savings accounts are actually paying a very high rate in interest. Now, just a normal savings account that you probably have is not gonna automatically pay you those good rates but you have to go search specifically for a high yield savings account to put the cash that you need, maybe your emergency fund, maybe your short-term money in something like that to get some growth so that inflation doesn't eat you alive on any cash you have sitting doing nothing, okay? That is something to certainly think about as well. Now, last thing, the best protection of all for a fantastic retirement and to ensure that is going to happen is having margin having wiggle room. And I preach this, I'm sure you're sick of it, okay? But here is the deal. If you go into retirement and you have no wiggle room in your retirement plan, meaning you have $3,000 a month, let's say, in income, and you need $3,000 a month to maintain your standard living, there's no margin whatsoever. You're basically living paycheck to paycheck. It just happens to be in retirement, okay? That is not a place you want to be. You want to be in a place where you have wiggle room, where you've got enough income plus a good margin to maintain your standard of living. So when things change, whether it's taxes or the economy or interest rates or inflation or whatever it is, you say, look, I'm going to be okay. I've got some margin built into my retirement plan, which that's how you want to approach it. You want to have some wiggle room because there's so many things we don't know. There's so many things you can't control that I can't control that no one can control that you want to be prepared. And the best way to do that is having some wiggle room in your plan. And there is no amount of doing any of the other things that will that will make up for the fact that you have no margin, no wiggle room in your retirement plan. You want to have some wiggle room um, in your finances. That's just the bottom line. You want that now and you certainly want that in retirement. So I hope that's helpful. If you have any questions, there's a link below to submit those that we base future content and Q&As off of. You're welcome to do that as well. Thank you for spending time with me here and investing in yourself and in your retirement. And I'll see you guys next time.